This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Damn these Biloxi Blue it happens every night and i ain't never met a riverboat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine have not the summer heat never treats me kind it leaves trouble on my mind so i'm bidding farewell putting in my notice and i'll see you at another time Sight. this highway does not know my name and i don't care no Headed my way for another place And I got three good tires and a spare Right here. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas to get there Low budget live Not so live from a low budget live bar and grill Here in southern middle Tennessee I am Luke Duncan. I am the host of this not-so-live version of a podcast that started by being live about five years ago, but we do it not live way more than we do it live these days, and that's a song written by me, sang by me. It's just completely narcissistic. Uh, Biloxi Blues right there. It's about a 10-year-old recording, too, man. we got to get some new music out there. Got to get some new music out there. And speaking of music, I'm recording I'm recording a couple days early because I'm going to spend the weekend, I mentioned this last week, in Nashville with no big deal, the Turnpike Troubadours. No big deal. Man, I'm uh, I'm so fired up for those guys right now, and they sold out two nights at the Ryman. Uh, Triple Threat and I are going up, going to spend the weekend in Nashville. So uh, recording a little earlier, but we got a, we got a juicy show. As uh, the last few have been, but this one, this one is uh, is one I'm I'm looking forward to because there's a lot of information out there about 
about this situation, and we're gonna we're gonna jump in uh, to that with a great guest here in just a minute. But first, I want to say welcome to all you low lifers out there, and I wanted to give you all a truck update because I've been getting a lot of messages since last week and on social media. Got a call actually Monday this week from the dealership down in Orlando. The truck is trashed. The motor's trashed. And will be rebuilt, and for a little just just shy of ten thousand dollars, I'll be able to fly back to Orlando, get said truck, and it'll be hopefully running again. So, no bueno, not what you wanna, not what you wanna hear in the in the least. Been a long week stressing over that, but but uh, yeah, not not ideal, not ideal. Um, so, GMC, if you're listening. Big shout out for uh, making a making a complete total piece of truck that uh, can kiss my. And all that, you know, um, 90,000 miles on it. I can promise you this. I get a bad taste in my mouth for so. So I had a Nissan before this, a Nissan Titan diesel that I loved. I loved the truck. Left me on the side of the road. It's the only other time I've ever broke down traveling. And so uh, this this GMC, this happened. So I avoid Nissans like the plague now because I'm like, eh, get that stigma, Right. And I'm definitely there with with the old GM right now. So next vehicle, I don't know. I don't know. Y'all hit me up. Y'all hit me up in the comments. Tell me what I need. But I'm thinking Ford or, or Dodge. You know, I've I've had Toyotas. I like them. They're fine. I'm not crazy about the body style on the new one. But uh, I'm not going to be in the market anytime soon because I've got way too much invested in this piece of junk now. So going to hang on to it for a little little bit longer and hope that my truck doesn't listen to this podcast and know that I'm cussing it. That way it gets me from point A to point B for uh, for the next, you know, foreseeable future anyways. All right, let's 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 thank some sponsors real quick, and then we're going to jump all up in this. StarTron kicking ethanol in the teeth, bringing you LBL for going on five years now. Ethanol, I say it all the time. It's like that. It's just, it's just not good. It's like that creepy uncle at the barbecue that wants to harass you about your girlfriends and stuff at school. Hey, come here, boy. Come here. Let me, let me talk to you. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. So you could throw this, this bottle of Startron at Uncle Terry, or you could pour this in your tank and kick ethanol in the teeth of Startron. Also, the manufacturers of Starbright cleaning products that that make you look and feel so good. Your boat, your truck, they got it all, your RV. Get on there, check it out, and uh, and if you see some StarTron, shake it for me. You don't have to shake it, but I like to shake it. StarTron, kicking ethanol in the teeth. ProGuide batteries, new to the show last year. Love the folks from ProGuide making quality batteries. I've had battery issues for many, many moons in bass boats. It's been a honest to God, man. It, and it sounds like a sales pitch. And I know everybody says that, but I have, I've, I've had a ton of battery issues in the 20 years or so plus that I have fished, um, tournaments all over the place. And last year was the first year I swear that I did not have an issue. And I ran their lithiums and I ran their AGMs combined. The lithiums are fantastic. The AGM I'm running as a cranking battery. They have a new lithium that you, that doubles as a cranking battery as well. Very cool. And uh, you can go check those out at ProGuideBatteries.com. LBL10 is the code there. If you decide to order something, let them know you are a lowlifer, and I appreciate that. Baitworks.com, your one-stop shop for all kinds of tackle junkie goodies there on the World Wide Web's Baitworks. Don't order it if you don't want it. They Their shipping is, is absolutely fantastic. If they don't got it, they got it on the way. 
and they continue to grow their inventory by the week. These folks are taking this uh, this very serious. I met with them at ICAST. It's impressive to see how aggressive they are in this industry, and uh, and it's impressive for me to get the feedback from you low lifers on how how quick they get you what you're looking for. So you can use code Duncan ten at bait-works.com. Duncan-10, that lets them know you're a low lifer, and I certainly appreciate that. Go get you some tackle right now. I know everything is, uh, it's if you're below the Mason-Dixon line, especially, it's miserable hot. They got all your deep water, you know, needs there. And if you're going up north, they got all them smallmouth goodies as well. Baitworks.com. And last but not least, hang the freaking banner. <laughs> That Bassmaster Classic winning banner, Express Boats, Hot Springs, Arkansas. I mean, they have been dominant out there on the tournament trail, thanks to Jason Christie, Bill Lowen, Caleb Summerall, getting it done out there for those guys on the water in the Bassmaster Elite Series. Of course, Jason winning the Bassmaster Classic out of his X-21. My new ride with the C-Deck, with the new Yamaha show, with my power poles, all my Garmin stuff – is waiting in Hot Springs, Arkansas. I just cannot get to it right now because of the uh, the old truck issues. But uh, can't wait to pick up the new ride and do walkthrough videos for you guys. Of course, the X-21, the official boat of Low Budget Live and the Traveling Circus. If you go take a ride in one, you will understand why. Express Boats, Hot, Spring, Arkans- Hot Springs, Arkansas, building excitement since 1966. All right. So, um, so crazy week, crazy week in, in pro fishing with arguably one of the more interesting situations we've seen in a long time. And right when I think this summer's boring, I'm just like, eh, it's just a blah, blah, blah. You know, there's been lots of things to talk about. It always, you know, we're, we're like a, we're like a, a hair salon, this, this, uh, no offense to you ladies out there, but we are in this pro fishing industry and, and fishing marine industry. I heard rumblings of what was coming. Uh, not what was coming, but I heard rumblings of what had happened with this situation at ICAST. There was a lot of talk about this. And, of course, uh, MLF did their due diligence this week and disqualified Jeff Sprague from their first tournament of the year back in February due to him – soliciting information very much in text and point blank lying about the fact that they have uh, no information or, oh, it's okay as long as it's from the cutoff. Just Sprague, who in their first season definitely on live camera snagged bass sight fishing, and they released a statement about that then as well. I know Jeff tells a story. Uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. And obviously, this one is ablaze. The the crazy thing for me is they had these texts a very long time ago. I've been told since February, as a matter of fact. And set on it. Set on it. And, you know, I don't think it's any secret. Jeff, he runs a whatever lawnmower company. They're sponsored by RAP. And, and he's definitely somebody that, that, you know, Strike King associates with him. Strike King sponsors Major League Fishing. So, I mean, they're not going to do anything. You know, and I think they said on it. I heard rumblings, and you hear this from MLF from time to time, that people fail polygraphs, people uh, pay fines, pay fines, because I've heard this multiple times that that has happened within that organization, and I don't think you can hear it 
a ton and it not be at least partly true, right? Are there 50 dudes that paid fine? I don't know. But but that has certainly been something that has came up a lot. We'll, we'll ask our guest that today because he fishes the Bass Pro Tour. Uh, but but this is one that, man, it, it's just a, it's a head scratcher because it's a felony. First of all, I think you can't, you know, we, we saw an incident with high school kids putting fish in a basket. We saw another one, high school kids shoving weights down fish's mouth. And I think they're in big trouble from what I've read. It's tampering with a sporting event, man. You get you get caught fishing a basket at, at your local freaking Tuesday night, or you get you go to prison for that. And Jeff won thirty thousand dollars in this event that he very clearly got waypoints, wasn't supposed to, lied about it in these text messages, and ends up finishing fifth. And and the funniest thing to me about all this, and y'all know when I, I get on these these meme pages, these fake pages, because. To me, it is, and I've said it over and over and over, it, it does take a coward to absolutely blast people without putting your face and name behind it. And that's why I, I stand by anything I say. If I'm wrong, I will correct it. But it's all it's all from right here, looking at a camera. You know, I've, I've had my run-ins with a share of, of the just, and they're just idiotic. And it's just like you, you, you know, and, and word is starting to slowly get out about who runs all of these. And it's funny because they can't stand it. Like, uh, there's one on Instagram in particular that introduced himself to a good friend of mine at the Bassmaster Classic. And, and he would not want his identity getting out, but he's that stupid. It's very, uh, it's very bizarre, how it works because then they won't know to ride. But in this case, I got to say the Randy Flowers page on Facebook was certainly the sheriff in this situation. And they posted, they got a hold of the text, however they did. And they post this stuff on Facebook. And then this press release comes out. Of course, Jeff's response, he has been very quiet on social media. He never posted anything himself, but in their press release, he says he looks forward to fishing major league fishing for the rest of the season and many seasons to come. The problem here is there's lots of problems, but the problem here is he shouldn't be allowed to compete period after everything that's happened. Damn sure shouldn't be allowed to finish the season, fish their last couple of events. And I think the overwhelming theme with most of their anglers is definitely that from what I'm hearing. Okay. Cause I, I I've got a finger on the, the, the pulse over there with a lot of dudes and they are big mad. Like I don't see, KVD going to be like, hey, Jeff, want to go cut some grass and freaking, you know, go to the Sizzler with me? Like, that ain't happening, dude. That ain't happening. Like, it's just not. And I, I, I there's a lot of things I, I won't, I'm not going to air people's dirty laundry that much. This is, this is public, but it takes a certain kind of person to do these things. And I can just tell you that, like, that's who Jeff is. Like, it just is. I'm sorry. Um, and I see people defend, oh man, you could make up fake texts. Uh, if it was a fake text, mm, I don't think there would have been a, an official press release. And here's why, here's why this is the problem in professional fishing. And this is all leagues, all of them, all of them, all tournament trails. This is a problem. It's been about six or seven years since we've even seen a major DQ at the top level. And here's why they can't, they perceive this as bad press. It is when you mishandle it, but they're in the business of selling advertisements, okay? Uh, when when you, this dude runs the, the lawnmower wrap or whatever, it, there's a reason nothing happens. When this dude's 
tight end. He's got a new signature series line of lose and striking crap. There's a reason. There's a reason, man, uh, that these things don't happen. And and I think that this is uh, – I think Jeff got caught. I think it's very black and white what he did. I think he has done it before. Uh, I, I've, I have heard through the grapevine this many times. I had a uh, – have a, a friend in, in Florida that that questioned another BPT angler one time. Is like, why don't you call me before you guys come to Florida? And he's like, well, we can't get information. He's like, well, Sprague calls me every time you guys come down here. He told me as long as it's before the cutoff, it's okay. And this is dating back to like 2019. So like, it, but it's not just a Jeff Sprague MLF issue. It's not. This is a very very difficult rule to enforce. For many reasons, you could have a guy standing on a boat dock blabbing about his brush pile. Then is that getting information? You know, I've, and and a lot of the rules are written soliciting information, but it's it's very difficult when you're pumping gas at a gas station. People walk up, hey man, I can you catch him on June bug lizard right now? I mean, this crap happens all the time, but that is not getting information, in my opinion. That's just somebody that wants to talk to to a pro fisherman or whatever. It's happened a million times. But when you go out of your way to deceive someone, that is your friend to try to get information. So you can get an advantage in a bass tournament, a professional level bass tournament. That's a problem. And, and this is a, I think this goes on the, on the elite series. I think it goes on in the MPFL. I think it goes on, uh, in the Bassmaster opens after their information cutoff runs out. I think it happens. Damn sure happens on the pro circuit for sure. And I think it happens with BPT, obviously. And I think that uh, I think it's a it's it's a it's a very tricky situation. Like I said, it's very hard to police. But in this case, somebody got caught red-handed. I think there's always rumblings of this going on. So and so's got the juice help here, and so and so had the juice help there for years. It it, it is as old as time. But pro fishing certainly has. Uh, the leagues have an issue with making these decisions. They just do. Dating back to FLW with the Tony Christian situation, look it up, kids, if you can find anything on it. There was just a very small statement made that he was banned for life, but this dude rolled them for hundreds of thousands of dollars in one of the most, I mean, would make a damn Netflix documentary that people would watch that don't know anything about bass fishing. The details from that deal insanity and it was just just very quietly hey he's gone don't uh you know please don't remember the fact that he won the bfl all-american and ever start placed in the top three and in, in like three flws in a row rolled them for money and and i know people close to that situation that i mean the details are mind-blowing in that situation and this was many many early 2000s i guess i think i was in college when this happened so it's, it's always been a thing. It's always been a thing. And, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, it's just a damn shame. It is. It's a damn shame. But as guys see that people can get away with things, it just makes – if you're on the fence about being shady, you're just doubling down. Right. Like if you're on the line, if you're like, well, hell, I ain't going to get caught. And then you see things like this going by the wayside. What do you think somebody's going to do that's desperate, that hasn't had a check that like, well, hell, I'm going to call around. I'm going to get a guide. I'm going to do this. Like it definitely happens. It definitely happens. And I, I think that that if if 
bass, you know, holds their head high. Well, we don't have any of this. Man, you probably do. You probably do. Somebody hasn't been ratted out. You haven't polygraphed the right guy. Same with MPFL. Same with MPFL. I know that's happened at MPFL. Like, you know, it's an assumption, but my God, it happens all the time. I fished the FLW tour. You always heard of this kind of crap happening. Always with their information rules and different things. Like it just, it's, it's commonplace. It's commonplace. But this one's dead to rights. It is what it is. Um, and, I, and I know that uh, I will say this, and I haven't talked about this on the show, and I'm not, not going to dwell on this for a lot of reasons. Uh, but I, I do want to say, Randy Flowers made a very big deal, the Randy Flowers page, about John Sokup and the video of him, uh, what looks, you know, allegedly like he's snagging a bass that he's sight fishing for. He posted on YouTube. The video went down. I haven't talked about it on the show. I work for the MPFL. Uh, I, I, they decided to, with got with John, they made their ruling to not disqualify John in that situation. Uh, I can't speak to anything other than uh, I do have an NDA, <laughs> I will say, about about things. And I'm also the commentator, so I don't get to uh, – I'm not involved in those decisions. So you can think of that what you will. I've talked to John on that. Uh, John didn't want to do an LBL about it, and I don't blame him, and neither did I really. So in that situation. But uh, I know Randy has has brought that up, and I know a lot of people have messaged me about that, asking me my thoughts, my opinions. Uh, and, and my opinion is this, the video made John look very bad. I've told John this himself. He knows that. Um, the rest is up to him in the league and, uh, and clearing his name. And, and, I, and I will also say this right here is that John is a very good guy. And I have watched John more than anybody in the United States, myself, Fat Cat, David Dudley last year. And dude's a fish catcher. Dude's a fish catcher. So that's got to text our guest. That's all I can say about that. I, you know, he won two MPFLs. I watched every second. He led our angler of the year. I watched him a ton. The guy's a freaking hammer. Um, and, and I think that he's got a lot of natural ability. He's leading the Bassmaster Opens, AOY points right now. I, to me, you know, like I said, it looked bad. looked awful to John. It was a, uh, it was a bad situation, but I, 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 I've watched John fish a lot. I've watched John fish a lot. Like I said, live camera over his shoulder, and dude gets it done. He gets it done, man. He, he really does, it just as recent as Saginaw Bay. So, I want to at least acknowledge that. I know I know folks will uh, comment that because they've seen that, you know, and I've had comments, I've had messages, and I haven't touched it with a 10-foot pole. And and I said I would never let my job with the MPFL uh, impact this show, but there are certain things that, I mean, just, just to be honest, con- contractually that, um, you know, I, I'm – I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do an hour on. I'm. I'm just not. So uh, that's between them and them and John, for sure. And uh, and and I like John Sokup, and I like. Uh, I love the league, and you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So uh, that's that. All right, let's get our guest on here and see what he's got to say about all this madness, ladies and gentlemen. He's been called the bad boy. The Bass Pro Tour. He hasn't, actually. Ladies and gentlemen, Zach Burge. 
What's up? I actually introed you. I said he's been called the bad boy, the Bass Pro Tour, but I completely made that up. <laughs> but I said that <laughs> right before you. I mean, well, I, I mean, I think I've heard rumblings that you've been called a thing or two. Uh, oh, yeah. there, there at MLF by some of the higher ups. They're they're not Zach Burge fans because Zach Burge is not a puppet. I think is uh, is it, you never have been anywhere you've been. You're not afraid to uh, rattle the cage. And uh, speaking of rattle the cage, I don't know if you heard that, but damn, I think my house just about got blown away by lightning or thunder or both. Damn, that was uh, <laughs> I got that, I got that all in the headphones right then. Wow. <laughs> Are y'all flooding bad over there? No, we're, we're not, man. I'm south of where the bad stuff's at, but uh, I can hear it. Sounds like it's hitting your hitting your uh, windshield right now. Yeah, it's on and off right here right now. It's a little small storms everywhere, but we needed it because it hasn't rained since like June here. No, you you guys are in the dust bowl like we are, man. It's uh, we'll get an afternoon three minute shower every now and then, but it ain't. It ain't uh, it ain't much, but I think the thunder is very uh, it's it's here for a reason, dude. There's a lot of thunder and lightning going on, and and, and I talked about this before I called you. I did a I did a spiel and uh, just about how this is a pro fishing industry issue across the board. I think you would agree with that. Uh, not yeah. just major league fishing. You hear rumblings of it. I hear rumblings of it all the time. Um, these leagues we haven't had a major dq in like six or seven years you mean to tell me everybody's playing by the rules all the time you know what i mean like that's that, yeah and, and in this case the info rule is very hard to police but right now this one is black and white but you were outspoken on social about it i've seen guys like jason lambert have been outspoken about it and i and i, I want to say to you guys uh my hat's off to you because it's difficult to stand up when you know, that's your quote platform. That's, that's where you're competing. So I, I appreciate that. And you and always have. Yeah. And you know, nobody wants to, you know, I, I told somebody this the other day, I, you know, I've always thought, uh, you know, I've always thought highly of Sprig. I, I don't, you know, dislike him, hate the guy. He made a mistake that that happens. People do things that they look back on. They wish they could change. And that's one of the things I'm sure he would not do if he could go back and look at it again. Um, you know, the thing is the fact that now, you know, that's taken away from 79 other guys, mm-hmm. you know, at the time. And, and when you think of it that way, that pisses you off. No doubt. Um, so yeah, it is aggravating and, and I don't like it cause I don't like people stealing from me. I've had stuff <laughs> stole from me before and it yes. pisses me off to no end. Um, and this is basically essentially the same thing. No, it, um, Yeah. And that's just part of it. So, you know, the he 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 made a mistake. He broke a rule. They they suspended him for, or I'm sorry, DQ'd him from that event. Um, my problem with it, and I probably wouldn't be as upset as I am now. My problem with it was when it was earlier in the year, and I fished heavy hitters which has a whole different contract, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I found out during this. Because uh, it's a one-off event. It's not a regular season event. You have to qualify for it. Yeah, it's like, you know, heavy hitters, Red Crest, the Cubs, they're all kind of the same same deal. Um, they got a different contract, different set of stipulations involved. Well, if we back up to last fall, I had I skipped out on two cup events that I qualified for. I chose not to go to them because I already had a Montana 
hunting trip planned. I had another one that I had planned, pre-planned stuff that I've been waiting on for months to go to. Um, I just chose not to go to them. It was no big deal. Nobody said anything. They just bumped the next guy in that, you know, would have came in. They went and fished, did their show. Everything was great. So we fished heavy hitters this spring at Palestine. And I was, I had a tough first day. Um, and I was going to let it kind of play out and see what happens as the tournament goes on. Well, I had a tough first day. I thought, all right, I'm fishing all nine opens. In my best interest, I should leave and get to the James with a day to ride around and just look at the place, just re-familiarize myself with what I'm going to be trying to fish this tournament. Um, told, told the tournament director that afternoon, he said, okay, appreciate you. Thanks for letting me know. Went back, packed my stuff. I was planning on leaving 2 o'clock in the morning. I get a phone call a little bit later that evening and says, hey, you know, you're subject to a fine and a suspension if you leave the event early. I said, well, I did not know that, but what is it? He said, well, I don't know. I said, so you're going to try to find me and suspend me from something that you don't even know, <laughs> you don't even know what it is? Rules, I mean, yeah. well, how how is this how is this even possible if you don't even know what what the penalty is going to be. So I said, so if you're going to try to do this, you need to get on the phone with somebody and get back with me in the next hour and let me know what it's officially going to be. That way I can make a decision. Um, so hour goes by, calls me back. He's find, They're going to find, the league is going to find me up to $25,000 and suspend me from stage four Bass Pro Tour event, which would have cost me Points for Red Crest, points for heavy hitters. I would have got no no check, no points, stage four. And I would have paid up to $25,000 fine for leaving a couple of days early. For right? leaving an event at your own it's wheel. Like, just you're, you're risking it and driving all over the country and fishing all these tournaments. It's like, it's your decision. It's, that's your business, yeah. in my opinion. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Well, they have a – in that contract for those events – um, it says in there once as I went back and had them resend me the contract so I could reread it and everything that, that evening. And it does say if you leave, once you qualify for an event, you're obligated to fish the full event until you're eliminated. So I weighed, I weighed the two, um, you know, and I actually, I opted to stay, fish the tournament. Had a Caught the outcome. hell out of them. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a good, it was a good outcome. Yeah. You know, minus the missing one open. So then right. I threw the nine, um, you know, the, the fishing all nine option out of the window, right. um, which was tough. But my problem is when you look at the two, when you look at what happened with Sprague and, you know, they basically DQ'd him for one tournament. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Big deal. Several, like mo- several, mo- several months after the fact as well, too, which I want to, I, I want to get your, yeah. you know, yeah. Yep. So, and yeah, they were going to find me up to $25,000 and, suspend me from a future tournament that was coming up at the time so when you compare the two together it just rubs me the wrong way and it really pisses me off um and and that's that's really what aggravated me more over the whole situation was that yes i'm you know there's several people i mean there's a lot of people that are upset yes there's i guarantee you there's more people that have not got caught that get away with it or mm-hmm. probably have gotten a slap on the wrist or a small little pissy fine because they don't want to drop a name 
to the public or something because they I'm can't. Sure they, it's happened. They, yep, I guarantee it. I, and and you touched on it just a second ago. You said you were probably going to get to it. I guarantee you, none of this would have even come out had it not publicly been dropped because they had they had an egg fall in front of them that they had to make a move on. No, no doubt about it. And and man, you know. Uh, love or hate meme pages we've talked about that that's kind of where this came from in my opinion and, and i and i heard rumor of this at at icast and was hearing that that there had been fines issued but nothing else and that there was an angler panel meeting down there and a lot of guys were super pissed off and rightfully so and then the texts were getting out and mm-hmm. uh publicly to people and then they they drop on facebook and they uh, all of a sudden we've got a, a press release but he's he's allowed to to fish the other events. And dude, I've talked to you. I've talked to a lot of guys. There are a lot of people on the Bass Pro Tour that are very pissed off about the fact that, like you said, he stole from you guys. And yeah. if Major League Fishing wanted to, and they would never, obviously, but prosecute him, like it's a damn felony. You're tampering with a professional sporting event at that point, right? I mean, right. That's, thirty thousand dollars is not chump change. Right to to take from an organization, but I want to ask you this, and this just because you you've always you you've had some some incidents with them where you've spoke out against it, whether it's weather delays or or whatever, and you you and I talked back earlier this year, and I won't I won't tell the public the exact reason that you and I talked, but I was hearing some things. I had somebody reach out to me about you, and I, I'm like, hey, I just want you, I called you, and I'm like, I just want you to know there's some rumblings, but didn't also at at heavy hitters you had a sponsor notified by the league that you were trying to leave that event as well, like they caught like tattletailed on you, like I think Zach's trying to. Leave leave yeah Yeah, they did yeah Um, yeah, nobody's nobody's (laughs) ever uh you know came out and said where it came from yeah i don't officially know but i thought it was kind of funny um you know like i said i let the tournament director know because i thought that was the right yeah hey i'm leaving let him know you weren't gonna be a no-show hey i'm just not gonna be there my round no big yeah no big deal it wasn't even wasn't an issue and i'm i'm sure he passed that yeah. knowledge to somebody else well next thing you know i've got phone calls from sponsors saying why aren't you or, or are you leaving the event and i had to explain my situation explain my choice between you know the my reasoning between comparing the two and trying to go here and making a better decision for me at that moment in that position i was in and you know it's i i you know, it was a business decision for me. No doubt. And and I thought it was kind of interesting how quick the knowledge <laughs> got back to them out of nowhere because yeah. they're not on any kind of, you know, they're not part of management. They're not no, part of right. the, the team that uh, schedules things or plans things or determines who gets a camera, who doesn't, or anything to do with that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm getting a phone call from, <laughs> from them saying, I heard you're leaving the event. Like, hmm. Wonder where that came from. Yeah, exactly. And and that has happened not just to you, but to multiple anglers. I've heard that since the inception that that does happen. When when and and I've been obviously it's well documented. I've been uh for I'm not I don't even fish BPT, and I've had the same thing happen to me. Except it was with my employer. So uh you know it's it's interesting that 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 does happen. But I want to ask you this: Do you think? Do you think it had this been you? I've been thinking about this ever since this came out. Do you think that if this is you or this is, you know, somebody that doesn't have, you know, necessarily the relationship with maybe one of their sponsors or whatever, do you think that this comes out in February 
when they are made aware of it, if it's you. And I know that's all, uh, you know, we're, that's us just, you know, playing uh, fantasy world, I guess. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I guarantee it could have been played out. It would have played out a little bit differently. Yes. Depending on who might have been in the situation. Yes. You know, because, you know, nothing against uh, – it just depends on, on not necessarily who you are, but who your deals are with. I mean, do you think yep. – Sprague's got, in, you know, NGK and Toro is big-time sponsors for him. Yep. How do you think Major League Fishing feels about one of their guys being caught cheating? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're they're hesitant on it. They don't want to really say anything because they don't want to make them look bad. Well, that, the ad but, dollars are always the most important thing, right, to all the leagues. Yeah. And this is Bass, MPFL, freaking uh, BPT, Pro Circuit, whatever. That's always the deal. Like, that's why you do not see, and this is what I said, they perceive these rules infractions as bad press when they've actually got it wrong. Like, if you yeah. if you make an announcement, if you expose what actually happens and you're, you're transparent with the public, it actually makes you look better, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. I mean, if something like it's what they should have done when it first came out, whoever found out about it first, if they would have cracked a whip and made a statement about it, they would be much more respected no doubt. amongst the whole fishing industry. Yes. Everybody involved would be like, okay, they're not playing any games, yes. you know. They're here to be serious. And, you know, and I guarantee you 79, well, probably 70, 72 or 74 guys in our league would 100% agree with me on yes. that. Yes, I, I And I, I think that that's – no, that that is you're spot on, dude. Like if you, because what I said, the problem you get from situations like this is if you had somebody that was tiptoeing that gray area, anyways, and they're like, "Well, hell, they don't do anything," or they find me five thousand dollars, well, they're gonna jump in the in the gray like right off, son. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing they're going off the high dive. <laughs> like who cares yeah. if I can pay five yeah. grand to try to win a hundred? That's my penalty if I fail a polygraph or whatever. Just throwing numbers yep. out there, like, well, hell, what do you think I'm gonna do if I'm yeah, shady? That's, that's, like that's the yeah. problem. It, that's the if you know if you get caught. Yes, which means you're probably only gonna get caught when you get polygraphed, and then that's a if they're actually gonna do anything about yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And they're they're obviously they're not going to make uh, they're not trying hard to make it public knowledge on who's cheating and who's not cheating. So, I mean, why not play your odds? <laughs> that well, that's what people are certainly doing. If you hear the rumblings that I do, you know that. I mean, oh yeah, that's what yeah, that's had, what you you know. <laughs> you, I've you, been on the phone nonstop with people the past three or four days and it's all been the same thing hell we've been joking back and forth hell i'm gonna send you waypoints you send me waypoints they're not gonna do nothing yeah 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 Yeah. and you're like well just make sure it doesn't get screenshot and put on facebook i mean that's uh, hey buddy delete the people are gonna start doing it on snapchat so they delete i mean you know what i mean it's like yeah so it disappears but there's always been this this stigma you know in the industry and the sad thing for me was reading some of the comments there there are people that absolutely think this is fake and made up against one of their dudes they like in fishing and that and that's fine but there are a lot of people that just think every pro fisherman cheats (laughs) like on the wired to fish post about it i was laughing like i've got my popcorn reading the comments and i'm like oh my god Pro fishermen are not looked at very well, like by the general public. A lot of these folks don't even know. And then you had the people like, "Oh, big deal! Somebody told him where to go fish." 
I get where somebody might think that's different than putting one in a basket or tying one out or whatever. But right. the problem I had with the entire thing was the deceit to the guy he was texting. Well, yeah, we yeah. just have an info cutoff. Like that's shadier to, to me than asking for the information. You're just just admitting, hey, I'm just going to lie straight up. Uh, yeah. And I said before you came on, I heard uh, through the grapevine allegedly that this has happened with him before with a friend of mine in Florida uh, that, and this friend of mine called another BPT guy and said, well, I don't know why you don't call me when you come to Florida, like after 2020, when you guys have been down there. And he's like, because I can't get info. He's like, Jeff calls me every time you guys come down here. He says, as long as it's before the cutoff, it's good. So like when I heard that, I'm going, uh, because here's Mm -hmm. my thing. This, this is what all this, maybe, like you said, maybe he'd made a mistake. Maybe this is the only time he's ever done anything shady in his whole life. But what this leads you to believe is he's very good at twisting that. And did he do it in every one of them he ever freaking fished? Because that's what I would be thinking if I had to suit up and fish against him at the next one. I'd be like, hell no, I don't want to do this. This dude stole yeah. from me. Yeah, and, and you know, that's that, that was the other part of my question was the way he – the way this the press release came out, the one I read was Wired Fish. When yeah, it came out, I read it. And they popped, you know, they said he did this, did that, and he said I made a mistake or something to that aspect. Well, it's been the same rule. That rule has been the same rule for four years. Yeah, since you got out, started. We can't get info. That's right. So is that something that – that must, how was it a mistake? <laughs> it wasn't a mistake. After four years of fishing <laughs> And have you and have you done it at every one of them? Yeah. I mean, do we? I mean, how many times have you got? I've gotten polygraphed every year. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I've know, heard that certain guys get every, it a lot. Yeah. I get I get polygraphed every year. And uh, I've heard they're very I, strict yeah. polygraphs. I've heard they're crazy, like intense polygraphs from buddy buddies uh, that have had them there. It's it's a two and a half. I've, I haven't had one that's been shorter than two and a half hours. Jeez. Or two and a half, three hours every time, and. You know, it's it's no big deal. I mean, I don't have anything to worry about. I'm sure most people don't. Yeah. But, you know, that situation here, uh, yeah, I mean, how how many times has it happened in the past? Uh, Nobody's going to know. Nobody knows. I mean, you could essentially say that I've been stole from at who knows how many events. I was going to say probably more than you realize, and I think that would be a shocker to anybody listening that they're like this really does ha- it, it does happen man it yep. happens in all the leagues it, it happens in the opens after the cutoff point i mean dudes have a bad first day they're calling around like this kind of crap you hear rumblings of it all the time it is very very hard to police do you think that professional fishing has a cheating issue though or a rules issue how would you say because this it's a very it is a very tricky rule you know that right yeah, and I would word it as a, I would, I would call it a rules issue, mm-hmm. um, and it is it is a hard one to to dial in. It's a hard one to make perfect. Uh, a lot of them are, but the thing about this one is when the schedule comes out and you know where you're going, you don't talk to nobody else about it's that. It's black and white. About, you can't go fishing with your that. buddy there. You can't go fishing with your wife there. Like it's black and white. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, nothing uh, unless it's within. The other anglers that you are fishing that event yes, with competitors. Period. Yep, and it's I, I don't see how you can misconstrue that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, I, I'm with you. That's what I was going to say. Are you? 
you've been doing this for a while now, man. You're you're a young dude, but you're certainly a, a tournament veteran. For you, are you do you like the information rule like that? Would you rather see it like you know when you and I both fished FLW? We had you could receive information, but it was within certain time frames. Uh, and there was a limit to what you could get and and it was but again it's kind of a convoluted rule it was you know oh you can be on the water for 30 days but it can only be with a guy that's got one leg and a mustache and you know he can and then and then it's like oh but then uh so and so with the youtube channel can go with a guide because that guide is now a co-angler in the tournament like i've seen some crazy things uh that people get around rules but would you rather it be hell Good luck, boys. The one with the best network wins, or would you rather it be no information? I'd rather it be no information, just straight up no information, go fish, and be done with it. Yeah. Just just as much black and white as possible. Uh, and that's, you know, like, so they've been changing up our rules amongst being able to talk within ourselves to a certain extent for – Basically, it's changed every year. Oh, Whatever. oh yeah, because you Seems guys like aren't even allowed to talk to yeah to your roommate or whatever. You can't have yeah, a practice buddy. Yeah, we, yeah. So since we started, I don't even stay with anybody. I yeah. usually stay by myself or with my family or whatever. I go to the event, fish the event, go home, or go to the next one, and I don't talk about it. I don't. I don't do anything about it because I've been so paranoid mentally messed <laughs> up about it because i'm like if i you know i might slip up say something or might overhear something and get paranoid have to call the tournament director tell them what i heard tell them you know hey I, I and i did it at lake fork i don't i think it was the first time we went there i walked in the taco shop was getting overheard live on a big tv right there behind the counter oh, wow. walked right yeah. out of the store had to call the tournament director said hey just went in here and got some tackle and they had live playing. I didn't know, you know, I'm just calling you to let you know that I saw the live TV playing and I turned around and walked out. Uh, just stuff like that. Yeah. And, and that's I, and inadvertent. I, like you're not sitting on your MacBook watching or your iPad watching the stream. You, you, yeah. Access, it's like a dude walking up to you at a gas station being like, hey, Zach, big fan. I got some brush piles over here by my dock. You're like, hey, man, I, I can't, you know, are they eating a June bug lizard? No, 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 no. That's receiving information, but you didn't ask for it. Like, you're sitting there pumping gas, right. and that happens all the time. All the yeah, time. Yeah, and they've now they've made it to where that is an inadvertent, yes. you know, deal. And, you know, you don't have to report that stuff anymore. But at the same time, I, you know, when I go to fish these particular events, I you know, I, I try to keep it as low key as possible. Yeah. Show up, fish, go home. And that kind of takes the fun out of it, though, right? Because I can remember Zach Birds on the FLW tour, and he's with Kurt Mitchell and Jordan Osborne, and you guys are y'all are like the life of the damn party before the off day, man. Y'all are having fun. Yeah. Everybody's hanging out, and like that's the the camaraderie, the brotherhood. That's why we all do this. Kind of what gets us into it a lot of the times, and sitting around BSing with your buddies about. Well, I had six bites on a jig, whatever. Taking that out of it does kind of I mean it's it does suck. Like it just it yeah. just does. It does. I mean, yeah, like you said, I, I used I mean I enjoyed the hell out of sitting out there BSing on an off day, talking about, you know, practice and just just talking, hanging out with your boys and having a good time. And then, you know, now and then you go to being so paranoid about 
looking at something Can't wrong. Can't say anything, yeah. Slipping up and saying something you're not supposed to say. It's like, yeah. Well, let me ask you this, though. Like, And I know the inadvertent stuff, I, I do appreciate that wording in there. But like, when you got a house with two or three dudes staying together, and we all back our boats in, and I'm sitting there spooling up for the next day, and I'm tying on. Like, if you're standing there talking to me, and you see a jig on my front deck, that's essentially you're seeing what my approach is going to be. You know what I mean? Or maybe yeah. I had a big first day and you walk by the deck of my boat to just say, good job, Luke. And I got six spinner baits on six rods. And that's all I got. It's like, I mean, that's information. That's why that rule yeah. is so like, it's damn tricky, man. It's tricky. It is, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it happens. Like, it's just a guy gives a nod to something, right? You know what I mean? Like, we, dude, the number one thing I used to hear on the FLW tour when I was a co-anger from people is, uh, I, I've heard it, man. I've heard, I've heard, hey, man, uh, like you'd be fishing a tournament on Pickwick, just throwing an example out there. If we were on Wheeler right now, would they be in 8 to 12 feet of water on the <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? Like, because you're not yeah. asking about Pickwick, hey, man, how are they biting on Wheeler? Are they biting that swim bait up there or whatever? Like, that yep, crap exactly. goes on all the time. All the time. Yep. All the time. Uh, and the rules are never going to be perfect, obviously. No, they're not. And you can't – you won't ever be able to please everybody with no. the, quote, perfect rule. I mean, there's going to be somebody that – as opposed to something on it, no matter how many others you please, you're going to have a handful that disagree with something or feel like that's not right either. No doubt about it. Uh, how do you think, uh, you, I know you're, you guys have text message groups and different things with, within the organization or, I mean, is the overall temperature, I mean, our guys, from what I'm hearing from the guys I'm talking to, which is a pretty good sample size too, they're pissed, man. They're pissed about this. I don't think anybody's going to invite Jeff or the, you know, powers that be over to a barbecue at the next event. <laughs> I, I haven't talked to one person that's been positive about it. Yeah, me either. I mean, and I've talked to a lot of people the past few days. And, I mean, hell, I, you, you stole from us. Yep. You stole from me. Yeah. I'm not going to be happy about it. Well, and <laughs> ultimately, frankly, I'm, yeah. Well, and ultimately, it makes the league look bad right like it does it makes them look bad it makes all you guys as a, as a group it's like man it, it is a black eye uh yeah. because it makes people because you guys do have haters like uh, obviously the bass pro tour major league fishing in general when the split happened you know hell i've talked about it on here do i want to throw up but there are still a lot of people that are like i'm not watching that i'm not doing this i'm not doing that and dude this just fuel for the fire um, and it's the same. Look, man, we we've had instances at MPFL. I've talked I talked about that before. I called you. Uh, we've had a couple over in our first two seasons. And if you've got a if you've got a hater or you've got any kind of negative person out there, by God, they're going to dig this crap up and they're going to always always hang on it. I mean, it's just oh, yeah. it's just the it's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what organization you fish. MLF, Bass, MPFL, I mean, doesn't matter. If if somebody dislikes you or has a grudge against you or something, they're going to go out of their way to hassle you over something mm -hmm. at some point or any opportunity yeah. they get able to. Uh, it's, that's, that's, that's just I mean, that's how it is life. I was going to say, that's just thing. life. Yeah, that's just life in general. And 
I don't know. I, I just I, I feel like, you know, we touched on it earlier. I feel like if they would have come out when they first learned about it and not just sat on the information for as long as they did, if they would have made a statement, like I said, cracked a whip and made an example, then they would have had a lot different outlook from a lot of different people. Totally you know? agree. They, they, they'd be more respected from that aspect. Totally agree. But, you know, when you think about it that way, too, you think how many other times or how many other anglers have been in a similar situation or broken a rule or been fined however much. Nobody knows about it. Nobody's heard. They <laughs> haven't said anything about anybody. There, there's always you know? rumblings of it. But for me, even talking about it on here, or talking about it in public, period, like it's just a rumor, right? Like if, if a guy fills a polygraph, that's between him, the league, and the dude doing the polygraph. And I, I mean, obviously you hear it and I hear it, but it's like until – like in this situation, I can see it black and white. I can read it. Okay, by God, this is cheating. This is cheating right here. But on those situations, I'm here. You know, you hear about people paying fines. You hear all these things. But ah, shit, man, I'm if I'm not in the room, I don't know. If I'm not on the email chain, if I'm not on the phone call, like I don't know. Uh, but this is one that that you're right. Had they came out in February, did it, and and man, I think you make him sit. I do. Like I and I've been hard on Jeff a couple of times, and 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 this week in particular have been. But I I just think that like he don't need to fish the rest of the year. Period. Like, yeah. he doesn't well, deserve I mean, a chance to make more money. Like, I just don't if think. You're, if you're going to compare what my fine was going to be for just <laughs> leaving an event two days early yeah. compared to at a fine for cheating, then they're completely off on how they call it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. not even re- remotely close. Yes. I mean, if, if, you, if you're going to find me up to 25 grand and suspend me from stage four for leaving two days early, then... You should have taken the $30,000 that he made, sent it back to 79 other guys, distributed evenly, mm-hmm. and suspended him for the last two events of the year on top of a DQ from that one. Yep. That would have been at least in the right direction. For sure. For and sure. when you a compare gesture. it to what they, tried, what they said, if I had left early, what I would have been fined, it would have at least been um, – Worse off in that direction, <laughs> not <laughs> the other way. Hell, I didn't even—I didn't even cheat. I didn't do anything wrong. I just—yeah, you were. You were cheating on MLF with Bassmaster, you bastard! How dare you try to go do different things in life, you son of yes. a bitch, you! <laughs> Dude, right. that—that—and uh, that's an interesting because you guys have some dudes in the opens. Obviously, Poche, you, Cody. You guys are, and you're fishing, uh, you've got one more Southern left, and then you're fishing the Centrals as well. Didn't get to fish the Northerns because of heavy hitters. Uh, you know, I, I got to put you on the spot just because I got you. Next year, this all nine opens rule, How do, do you like it? What do you think? Because if you're fishing BPT, because that's where you're at, that's where you're feeding your family, but if you got your eye on the elite at all, or at least having options, like, that's going to get interesting, having to yeah, fish all nine. I'm, I personally like I, I like the fishing all nine change that they made. I like it. I, I don't really have anything negative to say about it, other than it's going to be hard, yes. harder. Yes. If you're already fishing something else. Yes. Um, number one, because there's going to be a conflict. I mean, that's a number one. Without Somebody, a doubt, something's going to happen where you like. You know, you're just not going to be able to make all that. Somebody's going to schedule something. It's also, don't you think it's going to be like a game of chicken, too, where 
whose schedule is going to come out first. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, I feel like BPT, if they see those opens, they're like, chance, yeah, yeah, they're going to be like, have them in there. They're going to be watching that, waiting on those opens to drop. And Bass is going to be sitting over here like, we got to wait till they drop theirs before we can drop these open <laughs> schedules. Like, it's, there's definitely a game of chicken going on with that for next year, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, you know, when I, when, I, when I saw that, saw the nine tournaments change, you know, with the remainder of what I've got to fish this year, I've got two more opportunities to make it. And if I don't, it's going to be a lot harder from that point forward trying yeah. to make it. Um, so I've either got to, you know, make it through the centrals or the southerns and, and be able to fish both. Hopefully that's, that was my, that was my outcome or my ideal outcome was mm-hmm. being able to do that. Um, so we don't know. I don't really know what's going to happen. I'm just going to have to play it out the last Good. three events. You're where? T- you're 10th in the Southerns, right? 10th in the Southerns with two elite guys already in the points. Okay, so, so essentially eight points. Eight. Yeah. So only yeah. only five spots to go to get there, and you can damn sure do it at Hartwell in the fall. And then you had a great start down at uh, Ross Barnett too, right? Like a 25th or something? Yeah, decent, Central. decent finish down there. So. We're started in the right direction. Yeah, no big deal. You just needed like an average. Uh, I had Sam George on two shows ago, and I think it's like a twelfth place average. So, <laughs> dude, yeah. I don't think, and that's what I, that was my point in the opens talk I had a couple of weeks ago is I don't think your guys that are bitching so much about them taking away the one division thing realize how hard it is to make it in one division. Like you yeah. got a freaking because you had a top ten in Florida, and then where were you at Cherokee? Uh, 39th yeah which is out of 230 is a great finish like it's not a win but it's a damn good finish and you're 10th (laughs) it's tough man it's tough quite frankly I feel like it's easier to make it fishing nine for sure just because of your averages the odds Um, are in your favor for sure yeah and there's a lot of people that I'm sure are upset about that because they're not going to be able to physically make all nine with jobs and I get it. Obligations. And, you know, that's, uh, I feel for them. That's part of it. I, I, I see their, you know, kind of frustration towards it, understand it. Um, but, you know, it's, unfortunately, it's part of it. You got to fish with what you're dealt. Well, look, see where it leads. And, and I've said on here, the, the easiest question to ask somebody in that situation, though, is if you were going to make it, how are you going to fish the elites? If you can only get off right. for three, yeah. man, that's tricky. And I and I get why they're upset. Like that's never been a part of my my speeches on this. Uh, but but you know, there's no perfect route to being at the top of the sport. I mean, hell, man, uh, on on your your side of the fence where you're at right now with MLF, Toyotas qualify you for the pro circuit to pay thirty five thousand in entry fees and fish six events and hope you can get in the top ten to make the Bass Pro Tour. And hope they don't change the rules on how you get in. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all, there's no perfect way to live your dream. Quote, live your dream. And I think you're a testament to that, dude. I watch you. You're out here busting your ass every day, running a bulldozer, doing all this, this craziness. And I'm like, guys, even the top pros in the world still do other things. They have to. You're only fishing nine weeks a year, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's If you're not, like, if you're fishing – elite series or you're fishing bass pro tour only you got a hell of a bunch of downtime a lot you, might, of you better yeah. be doing something else yeah uh, and i've i'm fortunate i've had a lot of success over my short career so far and i got a lot of really good sponsors that um 
you know, I've been working with for years now. But I still do things at home to make more money. And I don't just come home and sit on my ass and not do anything and wait till the next one. No. I mean, I, I get up early every day and do something, whether it's, uh, you know, we bought a farm down the road. I've been basically two months I've been home. I've been working on it every day, if not every other day, at least doing something. Um, or, you know, we got a dirt business, too, that runs every day, daylight till dark, pretty much. I mean, it's just it's a never ending deal. And I, I don't know, I just can't go to six or seven tournaments and then sit on my ass the rest of the year and not do anything. No, you're definitely not that guy. And then sometimes you got to shoot stuff in the face too. Like, let's just be yeah, honest. Absolutely. Like sometimes you spend a lot of your year just making sure that people are safe from harm from turkeys and ducks. <laughs> that's right. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta protect your people. <laughs> Zach is you know, the protector that's, that's, of the people. That's a part of, that's just a part of my business too, though, because yeah, you know, totally that right. allows me to, you know, work with companies throughout, not, not necessarily mm-hmm. in off season. I just get to promote, you know, that brand 365 days out of the year instead of half that. Um, very smart. And that's, that's, uh, that's why I like working with companies that are both in the fishing industry, hunting industry, shooting industry, midway flambeau. They're yeah. just two examples of that. They're in everything. And that's, you know, to me, that's the perfect company to work for. And it's somebody not- I can, well, it's not a hard sell for you because you're so passionate about that side of your life too. And so when people make good products that you believe in, it's, you know, I, I know I follow all your, your adventures and, and it's like, man, it, it just, your sponsors are a perfect fit. They just are. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Uh, well, dude, look, I appreciate you being open and honest. I appreciate you coming on. Obviously it's a, it's a bad situation. Uh, but uh, I've always respected you from the first time I met you, man. And uh, I just I can't thank you enough for for spending some time with me on here. And hopefully, um, you can win the next one. I, I hope so. I'm, I'll give him hell. I promise you that. Cayuga, I appreciate right? you having me. Yeah, Cayuga. Yeah. Well, best of luck, dude. If I don't talk to you and uh, tell that family I said hello. Thanks, man. I'll do it. All right. Thanks, Zach. See you, buddy. Zach Birds, ladies and gentlemen. Right there. The problem. He's a problem. He's been referred to as a problem over there at BPT. (laughs) I got to give him crap about that. That's an inside joke between Zach and I. He's a problem. Uh, You know, I I think that that's – he said it way better than I could ever say it because he's living it. You know, I'm just a guy that runs my mouth week in, week out. I get to cover cover the sport and – not in it at that level anymore. And it's, uh, it's, it's refreshing to see that honesty because so many people do hold back in these situations for fear of offending someone from, for fear of the league coming down on them. And you heard that right there, man. He, he's had issues with, you know, maybe sponsors getting phone calls, maybe, uh, getting threatened for leaving an event that he's just like, Hey, I'm, I'm risking this to give up money being here that I could win to go chase this other deal. And that is nothing but a MLF versus Bassmaster thing. They just didn't want him going fishing the open. It had nothing to do with him leaving the event. It was where he was going, period, period. Don't let anybody fool you on that. That's all it had to do with. Uh, and, and the contract does say that, but look, if he had to leave for any other reason, it probably would have been okay. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm pissed off I didn't catch him. I'm going to go home. Okay, man. Uh, 
hey, guys, I'm leaving to go to a Bassmaster Open. The flag is raised in that situation. Of course, Zach benefited from staying there, ended up making the top ten, had a great event. But uh, it's always interesting hearing from guys that that speak the truth, and Zach is certainly one of those. So I, I appreciate him coming on. I appreciate each and every one of you. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you got something out of this little eye-opening uh, experience like I did listening to Zach tell some things he did. Uh, the sport is never going to be perfect. It never has been perfect. We're working together. We're working together. And I think that uh, as long as there are whistleblowers, so to speak, and as long as there are guys like Zach Birds that are willing to speak up and speak out about things happening within an organization, it will only get better. It will only get tighter. It, would only, it will only get better. Um, you know, more competitive, even playing field as we continue to go along in the sport of pro fishing. All right, I got to get off here because I got to go get ready to go, uh, you know, pack up to go to Nashville for the weekend to go hang with them boys, uh, them Troubadour boys. Thank y'all so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. And I will see y'all next week. Be sure to hug your mama, take you out with some Biloxi blues like always. All I got to say is thank y'all. Oh, something real, real quick, real cool. Going to announce a new sponsor next week that is, uh, that I'm, I'm as excited about as anything I've ever been a part of is it's a non-fishing industry company. It's going to be very cool and, uh, looking forward to that. So, uh, thanks to y'all for the support. That's how things like this pop up in my life because you guys tune in week in and week out. All right, and we'll see y'all next week. Couldn't make it last. Spanish moss and Civil War ghosts. Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter, east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows, I'm leaving those burdens in rest. This highway does not know my name and I don't care no I don't care heading my way for another place and I got three good tires and a spare hotline gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there